0: Oh, yeah.
1: Canceled Too Soon. A podcast. Podcast. About TV. Television shows. That were. That were very, very
0: short. Canceled Too Soon. One season or less. Oh, yeah. This week on Canceled Too Soon. Chuck Norris. Karate Commandos.
1: I'll finish. I'm glad we got these big trapezoidal weights to lift. Uh, 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 oh, look at look at my groin. Let's spar. Uh,
0: uh, uh, ooh, uh, ow, ooh. Uh, oh, good uh, move. Good uh, move. Uh, roundhouse, roundhouse guy. Oh, hey everybody. <laughs> we didn't see you come in. My ah, name is William Bibiani.
1: Let me towel off a little bit.
0: My name is William Bibiani. I'm a film critic for Crave Online and Blumhouse.com.
1: I'm the host of the B-Movies Podcast. Everyone calls me Pips. Uh, my name is... And you're out of shape, sir. I, apparently I you am. I need to do more crunches. Ah. Uh, my name is Whitney Seibold. I uh, contribute to Crave Online. I'm the film critic for Legion of Leia. I also contribute to, contribute to Blumhouse.com. I'm the other co-host of the B Movies podcast.
0: And uh, when we're not working out, we're, watch, we're, we're, we're recording Cancel Too Soon, a podcast in which we review TV
1: series that lasted one season or less. In this case, we're going to be reviewing a TV series that lasted less than one week. <laughs> it was a, it was a daily show and it didn't even make it to the end of the week.
0: Uh, and it is and it's and uh you know when you're watching shows it takes a, a lot of um discipline. It takes it's really really hard. Is that and, the
1: lesson for the day? And is- we
0: learned that while we were recording Cancel Too Soon episode 10 Chuck Norris Karate Commandos uh, the Chuck Norrisiest show, uh, we, even Walker Texas Ranger, is not as Chuck Norrisy <laughs> as Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. I think
1: Walker Texas Ranger, I theorize, was Chuck Norris's way of paying penance for this cartoon series. Uh, oh, really? Because
0: I see it as Chuck Norris Karate Commandos Junior. Like it's it's the lesser version of uh, the lesser. Of
1: it. Well, because because uh, Walker Texas Ranger, as we all know, lasted twenty eight seasons.
0: Yeah, and uh, five thousand episodes. There's was a daily like, there's show.
1: Five hundred and fifty thousand episodes. Yeah. Uh, my, my grandmother, one of the like gentlest, most pacifistic women you could have possibly met, loved Walker Texas Ranger in her own words because he kicks butt. Uh, <laughs> So, he was tapping into something. Oh, no, he was great. And uh, I, I think he was so ashamed of Chuck Norris Karate Commandos that he had to k- just keep on making Walking th- Texas Ranger th- th- as a th- way of, of erasing the pain.
0: What's fascinating is when you're watching Chuck Norris Karate Commandos, this animated series from 1986 that aired from September 15th through September 19th, <laughs> uh, is... is
1: oh, wait, he that's, seems that's, that's all five days. It made it one week. It made it, okay. it made one week.
0: He seems ashamed of it at the time. Yeah, because no, he's so embarrassed. Every episode Chuck begins. Norris, yeah, it
1: begins in live action.
0: Yeah, like a lot of shows, um, like there was a Mr. T show that opened kind of like this, um, where like a lot of shows.
1: Plastic it, Man opened this way, in fact. was live action? There was really? a live action Plastic and Man. And
0: all of those were by Ruby Spears Productions.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruby, That's interesting. Ruby well, Spears. Well, hold on, one, uh, okay. one thing
0: at a time, one thing at a time. All right. We'll get to Ruby Spears in a second, just so we can finish our thought. Okay. <laughs> um. So a lot of these shows that were about, especially if they were about real people uh, would open with the actual people from the show, like Chuck Norris, and he's. In his gym His very small Private gym And he's just there In a tank top it, And sweats
1: And uh, I'm guessing That wasn't a set I'm thinking that was His personal gym
0: It looks like Someone's house And
1: uh, and yeah He's there in his Sort of like Little little 80's half shirt That shows off his abs and
0: Like a headband and, uh, Yeah
1: The the gayest Possible outfit You could think of Oh no those, They those... thought
0: of some Gayer outfits For the show proper those, like for the animated those series Those little
1: half shirts On men I don't know Where that came from Or why it went away but, I'm glad yeah. It
0: went away though It doesn't. It uh, worked know, for some, almost nobody
1: Some nice like really twinkie looking boyish dudes Unless you're a twinkie looking boyish dude Who is 20 years old Like ni- 19 and with to a 21 six-pack. You gotta be ripped and, yeah, Also you're like super ripped And also you're kind of dumb <laughs> That's the only time that look is gonna work Otherwise, you Also, lost. if it's 1985. Yeah, no, no, no anytime.
0: Okay, we're just going <laughs> to let it go. In any case, it was always Chuck Norris, like, at the end of what was obviously a very light workout. I mm. realized that in the 80s, Chuck Norris, I'm sure he's still as fit as he would be for his age, but mm. Chuck Norris was still reasonably young, and he was very fit. He was, you know, obviously he worked out. Mm. Uh, but it was always just him doing, like, two crunches, and like, oh, Hi there, and then he'd say
1: <laughs> the dumbest stuff you've ever heard. And, well, and and he would he would be so embarrassed. Well, first of all, he'd like lay out the theme of whatever the episode was going to be, which never matched what the episode was about Hard at ever all. Had he, he would had say
0: anything like, to do with. And it.
1: The, this show is about you know self sacrifice, but there was no sacrifice at all yeah, with it yeah, over the course of the episode. We've all had Just, to
0: admit to making a mistake. Uh, we didn't in this episode, but I, I actually wrote, I think
1: <laughs> I think that was him, that was him sort of addressing the audience directly. You know what? We made a mistake here. <laughs> I, I, I thought this was going to be a good idea but then I saw the dailies from Korea and they just weren't working out for me. I'm going gonna,
0: I'm gonna to actually read you verbatim Chuck yeah. Norris's opening monologue from the first episode, episode one. <laughs> and I'm going to try to do this as Chuck norris as well, I can if, but Chuck Norris is interesting. Is this because, on
1: the disc that you got or is this is the this actual the, broadcast? Oh, this is a broadcast.
0: Uh, this is, a, this is okay. actually a broadcast. All right. Sometimes the things we want most are the hardest to get. That means you have to be even more determined, and I wrote down three question marks because I have no idea how he finished that sentence. Oh. That's what it takes to be a winner. You have to want it bad enough to stick with it no matter how tough things get. And things got pretty tough for us down in Florida with the deadly dolphin. And there's like another one where it was like, and there's another one where there's- they have a robot in the episode, it was just like, back when me and the gang were with the
1: Robot. You, you can <laughs> see, you can see Chuck Norris visibly wincing at some of he. One of the episodes is called Terror Train, and you can tell that is a phrase he did not want to say out loud. Yeah. It's like, and that was when me and the gang got together in this little caper I like to call, and he says it very quietly. Terror train. If I if
0: I just sort of ease it out like a grunt, you know, just like you're picking up the milk at an odd angle, just like terror train, like that's. That's yeah. So there. Are... Here,
1: here's the thing. I think Chuck Norris was trying to be very earnest with the show. Well, it's interesting he, he, because... he's he's very much like Hulk Hogan in that. Yeah. He really tries to push this health fitness for kids angle uh, as <laughs> yeah. part as part of his like o- overwhelming stupid machismo. And to be perfectly honest, although
0: we Chuck Norris has, as we've eventually learned, is a very conservative person. Yeah. Uh, conservative in his politics, all that kind of stuff. That that's fine. It's this his thing. It's not my thing. His, um. But I well, believe I mean, he, he's he's a little bit nutty about it. Like he's he really, got
1: really far he, right. He, he got like, like, kind of far. But like Ted Nugent would say, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will say this: he did do an anti-logging movie, and that's not as conservative as, as you might think. So anyway, <laughs> he, Forest Warriors. See that shit? That's one of the forest worst fucking warrior. movies ever. Okay, uh, that's one of the ones where he stops a chainsaw with his bare hands. Um, because Chuck Norris can do that. Because Chuck Norris, he he improvised that at the on the at the on the day, just like oh I I, I got an idea,
1: <laughs> you know it's uh, you know what's under his beard another fist. Uh huh. That no, there, there's plenty of those going. on But around. I
0: believe when Chuck Norris, like I believe that Chuck Norris wants what's best for us.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. I actually believe that he actually Chuck wanted Norris, to do something really positive and yeah. inspiring well, for young, I'm, young I'm
0: kids. Gonna, I'm gonna say this right now. So Chuck Norris Karate Commandos, but Karate Commandos, by the way, spelled with a K. You're like an idiot. Uh, it's actually, it's actually a fairly inclusive show. Well, it's got like a lot of, it's not just white people. It has a
1: rainbow coalition of very, uh, stock characters that were floating around everywhere in cartoons of the 1980s. Um, a, a little bit of historical background, uh, to just sort of set the scene of cartoons of the 1980s. This was when, uh, toy based cartoons, uh, were really in vogue. Because laws had just changed mm-hmm. uh, Marketing toward children was now uh, Allowable and actually wasn't yeah. allowed Before that uh, TV
0: used to be regulated Like was, by the government very, as if we Had a responsibility yeah it was
1: very Heavily regulated yeah. by the government and sometimes there for was the Best sometimes for the worst there was I'm always Some and there was actually there's figures On this and I, I wish I could find a place Where these were written mm-hmm. down but a certain percentage Of most kids shows mm-hmm. like An actual numbered percentage had to be Devoted to educational content yeah And I'm guessing
0: and a certain that, amount of time and Every network had to be dedicated to just the news, right, so for example.
1: so if you watch, you know, The Amazing Super Friends, there's going to be a, a little bit at the end where they tell you, hey, mm-hmm. don't jump your bike over power lines. And sometimes it was pretty thin, it but at least incredible. it was there. It was incredibly thin, but that's the only way they could get away with it. It's like they can yeah. say cereal's a complete breakfast if they show it with actually healthy food next yeah, to Yeah, here's it.
0: three grapefruits <laughs> and a glass of milk. It's a bran and,
1: muffin. Yeah, yeah. The cereal's actually just packing material at that point. I think we just but, ripped off that entire bit from Calvin and Hobbes. Well, no, it's, Chocolate it's, frost it's true, and sugar though, yeah. bones. It is true.
0: It is true. Yeah. I'm just giving credit where credit is due for that bit. No,
1: there, 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 there's even a phrase, legal breakfast, that they use in the, the breakfast <laughs> advertising community. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, and yes, there is a breakfast. So but, for the uh, most part, a 19... show like
0: this was made to sell toys.
1: The, yeah, they were made to sell toys. So you may notice while watching Chuck Norris Karate Commandos, uh, the number of uh, vehicles and new characters and robots that are just sort of thrown in at yeah.
0: random. C- completely ridiculous weapons like really, that would yeah, really, get used once, but would or, obviously be a good set. Or uh, there were
1: a lot, Yeah, there were a lot of like axes and swords that were just completely impractical in hands, but you can see that they put it in there because they could mold it out of plastic and fit it in the kung fu grip of the toy.
0: Yeah, and there'd be, like, Chuck Norris... uh, Oftentimes in a cartoon, characters tend to wear the same clothes over and over again, but Mm. there were multiple Chuck Norris outfits, and you can just tell you're supposed to buy, like, eight different Chuck Norrises to complete Mm. your your Karate Commandos set. I'm just Um, wondering if...
1: Who the hell is buying the too much toy? Oh
0: God! <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about too much in a second. All so right. the team of karate commandos. Just so yeah,
1: you have a primer. There's well, Chuck. I'll, Norris. All introduced in the in the title sequence. Yeah, there's By the way. Chuck Norris as Chuck Norris. He plays himself, uh, and and he also plays the voice of the character. Yeah,
0: to his credit. Mm. Uh, there's Pepper, who is their mechanic and the only female on the team.
1: She's, she's the tech expert and gets to say things like, why walk when you can drive? All it needed
0: was a woman's touch. Uh, then there's Reed, uh, who is Chuck's uh, teenage apprentice. By the
1: way, the, the woman who played Pepper, Kathy Garver. Not Pepper. Oh, it was the woman who played too much. Never mind. I was going oh, okay. to bring up something about her. We'll talk about her in a sec.
0: Uh, then there was Reed, who was Chuck's teenage apprentice, and Pepper's brother, although they only mention it once
1: in passing. They, it, did he actually call her sis? I Just thought once. I missed that. There's okay. one
0: point where he says, Thanks, sis, but they never talk. They make this whole thing about, in all the credits, about, oh, Chuck has a teenage apprentice mm-hmm. who has nothing to do yeah. or say. Over, ever. The, over
1: the course of the uh, five episodes that aired, yeah. he has maybe five. I think he has one line in every He's episode. Disposable character. He, there, he does, and you, if he's an apprentice, you'd think there'd be at least a scene or two, where Chuck would be teaching training him, him how to fight, yeah. or t- telling him like something about a situation. No, no, he's just sort of he's filler. He's boring, well, boring white I, I boy. I suspect character. that was the idea,
0: but then that whole idea of the mentorship thing mm. got shifted over to a character who <laughs> too, who's too much. There's a character named Too Much, whose catchphrase is. Too much. Wow, too much. Too much. Also, uh, look out, Norris, happ- look out, he, look out. Yeah, Norris. Look out, Chuck. He's on first name basis with Chuck Norris. look out, Chuck. There's this great bit where he's being held captive by the bad guys, and he's seeing Chuck Norris in an airplane 50 miles away on a TV screen, and he says, look out, Chuck. And I'm like, kid, Jesus. <laughs> you're making us all look bad, uh, as, as kids in general look bad because of you, too much. But, like, he's the one that Chuck Norris talks to the most. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's weird because like well him, him and Tabe, well ta- uh, Tabe I want I want to end with Tabe because I right. I, have, I have mixed feelings about Tabe. <laughs> There's also chemo, the not sound. spelled the way you would think, but yes, it does sound exactly like chemotherapy.
1: Well, it's K-A-M-O. Well, all I could think just, of was uh, Jim Chemo West, who hmm. is weird Al weird Alyankovic's guitarist. Oh, uh, who is? Yeah,
0: I like that you went there. Well, I went chemotherapy. Chemotherapy. And it just felt kind of I, I thought of
1: Jim Chemo West. Uh, Jim. Jim Kimo is his nickname because he's a master of Polynesian slide guitar when he's not guitaring for uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Huh. So go, figure, that's cool. Go figure he's got a side career. He's got his own solo records and everything. Anyway, uh,
0: th- that's uh, that's a different guy.
1: Uh, uh, but Kimo he, is yeah. a samurai warrior, kind of a generic samurai wise a, man and an offensive Asian stereotype uh, accents. Well, I mean, here's he's the played deal. by I, a white actor. It's
0: stereotypical, and yes, he's played by a white actor, which is a pain in the ass. But he's not like. Insultingly portrayed. He's actually heroic and well, wise. Yeah, but, and it could be worse, I guess. As, is my as point.
1: heroic and wise as people can be in shows like this. But. And then
0: there's the last member of the team, Tabe, who is a sumo champion, and 90% of his dialogue is about eating. Because he's a big fat guy. Because he's a big fat guy. Now, Fan, but fat, to be fair,
1: fat, fat people do like food, I hear. Uh, no,
0: no, I'm going to say this right now. I'm a big fat guy. Okay. Uh, I also like, like food. food. Okay, I do yeah, like food. Right. But here's what I kind of like about I like t- two things about Tabe. He eats a lot. He's a sumo wrestler. That's part of the
1: gig. If he loses yeah, yeah. weight, he's
0: not going to be a sumo wrestler anymore. And so, he,
1: okay. I'm he, actually not that mad about he, it. I would just... He's also the most capable fighter on the team. Right? <laughs> he does everything that Chuck
0: Norris doesn't. There's there's th- three people who do things on this show on Chuck Norris's team. There's Chuck, who does literally everything. There's mm. Pepper, who fixes a couple of vehicles a couple of times. And there's Tabe, who does everything else. He, he dispatches
1: like, of all of the henchmen.
0: Yeah. He kicks all the butt... He finds there's a bit where they're in a swamp and they have to find the bad guy's secret lair. And Tabe's just like, well, they got to eat and I smell chicken. So we're probably this way. <laughs> so his food powers and helped them. It worked part. out great. Like Tabe's, my, Here's my thing. There aren't a lot of we talk about inclusivity and mm. there's there's a couple of Japanese
1: guys on here. Oh. There's
0: too much. Who's something? I don't his, know. They're kind of vague. His,
1: his olive complexion. Yeah. Not white kid of some he, delineation. He, he's heart. That's where he know, is. Yeah, and he's, Captain he's Planet,
0: he's, he's the one not-American kind of filling in for like a young, you know, Yule brenner well, like, kind of can just get away with any ethnicity kid. Mm. And, but at the least Tabe represents big fat dudes. Big fat guys. Who well, are capable and awesome. And a part of me well, is you just saw, like, well, that's kind of cool. You saw
1: that in in cartoons a lot of this era, actually. The sort of fat, but not necessarily just slapstick fat guy character. God
0: help you if you bring up Fat Albert.
1: Well, uh, no, Fat Albert, yes, but you know, uh, think of Mario for goodness' sake. He's a fat guy. It depends he on that. how he's
0: portrayed. Like in the cartoon, he's not actually that fat. Maybe he's got a bit of a gut on. Him. He's,
1: he's a little roly poly guy. A, he's
0: a little roly poly, but he's—I wouldn't call him fat. And that he, was a,
1: that was a huge hit he, show. Because he's got to do some crunches. We were idiots. Uh. He's got to do some
0: crunches. That doesn't yeah. make him fat. That's that's not so bad. Um, anyway, so that's the team. Mm-hmm. Those are the Karate Commandos. They fight the evil forces of Vulture, which is spelled with all capitals, but they never explain it's, what it's that not, acronym it, is. I think
1: it's just an like a declarative. It's like an exclamation. Yeah. We're, we're not. They're not Vulture. They're Vulture.
0: Well, I'm, I'm, I've been trying to figure it out in my head. Like very uh, unusual, uh, limber Le- terrorist Le- league of terrorists under Republican. Evil. Evil. <laughs> there you go. Sure. Why not? I don't know. Like you tell me. You uh, tell me if you listen to like, this show, I'll tell you this, if you t- if you listen to this show uh, and you can come up with a halfway decent villain team name for Vulture, that's an acronym that uses all those letters, uh, we will read it on the show.
1: Absolutely we will. <laughs> we will definitely heck, read it heck, on the show. Yes, we will.
0: Oh my god. Uh, podcast uh, at gmail.com, g-mail.com, all g-mail.com. All one word b uh, Send it in.
1: Uh, it vulture is headed up by, uh, the claw or, or is, is it the
0: claw or just claw? I get a little confused. They
1: keep re- in the show. They were just refer to him as claw, but in the opening credits, he is the claw.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, which is a complete ripoff of get smart because there um, was the, the bad guy was called the claw
0: and, and inspector gadget. He was Dr. Claw. I think Inspector Gadget was before this, so yeah. Well, Inspector...
1: I don't know when was Inspector Gadget. I'm
0: looking it up, because that's was, actually a good question. It
1: was 86, so I'm, I'm, I think Inspector Gadget was before this. I think it was. I'm going to check but just in case. But Inspector Gadget was just the cartoon version of Get Smart anyway. It so. was. Inspector Gadget was
0: 1983, so yes. Okay, but yeah. Inspector Gadget was the one that was fresh in everyone's head.
1: Okay. In all fairness. But, uh, the claw is a, a, a bald Fu Manchu-looking dude yeah. with big shoulder pads, and, and one of his arms is a gigantic ornate robot arm with a gigantic claw on it
0: and i kind of like that it's ornate and i kind of like that he clearly takes care of it there's this one scene i think it's in the pilot yeah. where he's in like his throne room or whatever and there's a bit yeah, where, right. like, he has a
1: throne room he sits on a throne and
0: there's a bit where someone's like giving his his
1: robot claw manicure or something yeah, they're kind like, of buffing it yeah part of me was just like oh, good for you that's take care detail. of that thing yeah yeah and you know what I like? We never hear the origin of his claw. No. We don't need to know that. That's not a way to enrich the character. We just he has a gigantic fuck off claw <sighs> arm, and that's probably, all we need. From we you know no, his
0: real arm is under there, like Jackson in <laughs> <Mortal laughs> Combat Annihilation. Like, like and the other and the other person he has in the same. We have a series of revolving henchmen every episode. Well, but he has henchmen. a right hand man. He has a right hand man who is the Super
1: Ninja, and his name is Super Ninja.
0: <laughs> his name is Super Ninja, and he he looks like.
1: Okay, he looks like that one. Um, he looks like the bad guy is in, in Shinobi. You know, just sort of. Yeah, he looks like a he looks like a random member of the Foot
0: Clan. Yeah, with yeah. like that red spider on the back of Spider Man that looks like a tick. Like he's got <laughs> that on his chest, even though it's supposed to be a sunburst, but it looks like a spider. And he's got. Gorgeous, flowing black hair, but it's on the outside of his mask, that, and a part of me that, wonders that if that's part of the mask or not. No, no, that was that was his real hair. It looks like it's coming out of the mask, so like you
1: know when Gallagher oh, takes off his hat. That's just and he's actually bald. Like that, I think that's what he did. That's just bad animation. It's not okay. part of his mask. And uh, he, he has a mask. His eyes are visible, but the rest of his face is covered. And he yeah. sounds exactly like Cobra Commander from yeah. the GI Joe cartoon. Oh, finish yours! He sounds like he's on on the brink of an aneurysm at every moment. And we only. Thing we
0: know about Super Ninja is that he has a long-standing grudge with Norris, and every episode, I think every episode, mm-hmm. uh, he fights Chuck Norris, and there's always this sense of, Some, "And this will be our final battle," and, and they're always interrupted. It's like, "And next time, I look at you, Norris." Yeah, uh, and there's a bit where it's like, "Chuck, super, someone other bad guy might have killed Chuck Norris," yeah. and the reason why Claw doesn't give him all of his money is because Super Ninja would feel it if he was dead because <laughs> their their connection is,
1: and we never find out what, oh, what their connection is. What were the name of those twins from the GI Joe cartoon? Oh, the uh, uh, t- uh, Zomat and... The, the Crimson P- Guard. They were called the Crimson Guard. I,
0: I remember there were the two twins. It was uh, like
1: Zamat and Tomax. But the deal was like you, yeah. you slapped one and they both yeah. felt it. They're the Corsican brothers. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I have, so I have theories about the, the origin of the Super Ninja because we never took his mask off. Mm. One of them is you take his mask off and it's another Chuck Norris, like an evil Chuck Norris, right, like a right. scar over himself. That's awesome. Chuck Norris's lost twin
1: brother. My other theory is that... Chick Norris. There actually... It was an actor uh, in the 1970s who went by the name Chick Norris. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, there is actually a a stunt performer in an attempt to lure people into drive-ins... Uh, with, first of all, if you look through, like, the history of, like, really bad kung- American kung fu movies, you'll find a thousand Bruce Lees. They're just with a thousand different spellings. Oh, well, like Bruce Lai, L-I. Bruce L-I, Bruce L-I, Bruce L-E, Bruce yeah. Lay. Yeah. Yeah. Le- yeah. Le- yeah. And one of these was Chick
0: Norris. if. Um, I for all I know, she was excellent. I have no idea. But my so other theory
1: is a man. My so other he theory, went by chick.
0: oh, oh, then, okay, then that's this. Oh, he wasn't. He wasn't a chick Norris. I chick. was thought it was a chick named Chuck <laughs> Norris. It's actually pretty good. But the other, the other, my other theory about Super Ninja is, and honestly, I think this this makes it more interesting to me. And this was kind of my what I was operating under while I was watching Chuck <laughs> Norris Karate Commandos.
1: What you were Chuck, operating under? Chuck, so, sounds like what you were taking. I, you were watching, I was watching Chuck, Chuck was Norris lot, Karate so. Commandos.
0: Uh. I think Chuck Norris wronged the Super Ninja. Uh-huh. I think Super Ninja has a legitimate grievance. Now, he's still a bad person, <laughs> but he has a legitimate grievance against Chuck Norris. Like, Chuck Norris, like, fucked his wife
1: or something. Uh- you know? <laughs>
0: it's just, and he's still
1: pissed. And I'm like, I'd be pissed, too! Jesus Christ! So, it's it's a Ben-Hur thing. They used to be lovers, and Ben-Hur just <laughs> won't acknowledge it anymore, and... And yeah, Super Ninjas. Like
0: we, we suddenly loved each other. Chuck Norris, Uh, you broke my heart. Every episode, we talk about how every episode begins with Chuck Norris Mm. throwing in some bullshit theme that has nothing to do with anything. But um, also,
1: and and you notice how crotch-oriented those opening segments were. Oh, very crotch. Like in one, one he was like. It opened, like the opening shot, it was fade in, and he like was sort of dismounting something as if he had yeah. just been humping this piece of equipment. Like some
0: weird piece of physical equipment. Or it had to do with squats on something. was something like sort really
1: loose-fitting gray shorts, and he lifts a leg, and you can kind of see his scrotum and it's like, just you, like look, uh, if you tilt your head just And it's just right. like yeah. your
0: creepy uncle. You're just like, no, Chuck, Uncle Chuck, don't do it. But they also open with the opening credits for Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. On one hand, they're very typical because they're introducing all the characters. Here's the basic premise of the show. That's no, very typical of the 1980s. Not in
1: song. It's just a narration.
0: Yeah, but it's like they're selling us the show. It's like mm. this. it's like it's not the opening credits. It's like this demo it, it reel they like made a, to pitch it, it to networks. It feels a lot
1: like a bumper because, and we we counted right before the show began, mm. they say the phrase Chuck Norris nine times. I'm actually going to go bullshit
0: of, on that because they say Chuck Norris, and they say it like without any, like, Chuck Norris. Mm. Chuck Norris is a man of action. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris stars in Chuck Norris.
1: Yeah. Karate Commando's Chuck Norris. But they
0: also managed to throw in one Chuck uh, and one Norris. Just I'll, sort of uh, separated, like, look out Chuck so buried, and I'll finish in, Norris. Buried in there, there's a tenth. There's a, yeah, there's at least 2.5. It's like and a, they add up to ten Chuck Norris's. Over the course of what is it, 80 seconds? It's it's, it's a it's one minute. It's 60 yeah. seconds. In sixty seconds
1: we hear the words Chuck Norris ten times. Uh, and so, you got to admire them for staying on brand. Well, c- consider since this was a show that was made to sell toys, it was essentially a commercial into itself. It would make sense that the opening credits were cut and sold like a commercial, an announcer saying I, the brand over and over I again. I guess it's just not very
0: compelling. Right. Like it's actually like, like
1: by Mousetrap, Mousetrap. It's Mousetrap from Milton Bradley. Mousetrap. It's great. You know, it's it's the same sort of thing. Um, I think it's also worth pointing out that this was actually a really good time to be Chuck Norris, like in 1986.
0: Well, this yeah, was yeah, at the he was height of, the of Chuck world. Norris. Like, yeah, yeah. So Chuck Norris, okay, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Was a a karate uh, champion He Uh won a lot of competitions He also lost quite a few He wasn't like undisputed But he he was well respected Uh, He fought Bruce Lee In the Coliseum At the end of Return of the Dragon Which has since been renamed Way of the Dragon I'm not sure which way It's currently on DVD (laughs) But uh, And that's an amazing fight that's okay. a really great. That was a great introduction. To him.
1: Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris. Yes, that's an amazing like, fight.
0: But like he'd already saw in the eighties. Also, we should yeah. we
1: should not even though he's become sort of this caricature of himself. Uh-huh. We we shouldn't belittle the fact that he's actually a very capable fighter and a very great yeah. and a great athlete.
0: I have a lot of respect for him as an athlete. I have a lot of respect for his many efforts to sort of encourage kids to stay athletic and a lot because mm-hmm. I think that's great. Uh, but like in the eighties, he was. Okay, if you went around in the '80s, let's just do a real quick rundown of action movies. weren't action movies in the '80s; they were badass movies. They were just these well, celebrations was, of masculinity.
1: This was this was uh, also the result of Ronald Reagan. He was the one who changed the law to allow marketing to kids. He also changed sort of this ethos of the country uh, mm-hmm. toward yeah, that sort of American super soldier that American mm-hmm. military might was something that Ronald Reagan was inserting into the discourse and as such all of the badasses that came out of 1980s cinema are from that milieu yeah uh, so
0: and the, the upper echelon of that you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger and
1: Sylvester Stallone they were mm-hmm. Rambo Terminator, Commando, C- all of the, Cobra. C- uh, C- Command, Commando and Rambo 3, I think, are kind of all you really need to know about the That's ben kind of the 80s. 80s right yeah. there
0: in, in a nutshell. But then you had like the middle echelon mm. action stars, your Jean-Claude Van Damme. Well, he, he was a little, Se-
1: they were a little later. He was a little yeah. later,
0: but he got started in the well, 80s. You Bloodsport and I think Lionheart were in the 80s, so they were right. around. Steven Seagal was in that middle echelon in the well. 80s. Um, Dolph Lundgren kind of way in the back and then there was in that middle echelon there was also Chuck Norris who was a very respectable mm. action star who was in a series of hit movies including Lone Wolf McQuaid uh, Missing in Action Under, Underground USA Invasion USA <laughs> or, excuse me Invasion and, uh, USA The Delta Force The Delta Force came out the same year as Chuck Norris Karate Commandos and it's basically Chuck Norris Karate Commandos the movie kind of And the, um, the
1: Delta Force one of the crown jewels in the, the canon film library
0: yeah so uh, and, again, and he also made a lot of crap there's an amazing movie called silent rage which is basically uh it early 80s chuck norris like 10 15 years before the heyday of walker texas ranger uh (laughs) in which he's fighting jason voorhees there's like a serial killer more, Chuck, more Norris less, take, yeah. Chuck Norris takes him down and I think like David Pamer resurrects this guy from the dead and now he's an unstoppable <laughs> serial killer who cannot die and Chuck Norris has to bar fight him to death
1: it's kind of awesome what, what really makes that is that David Palmer was the one who brought I
0: think the killer it was David Pamer I think life. it was a Pamer because aren't there two uh, David Pamer David Pamer, Pamer,
1: Pamer? Pamer is the only David Pamer is the only oh, right oh, oh shit I'm actually wrong it's Ron Silver and William mm-hmm. Finley Oh, Ron Silver. That's that's better. Yeah, David oh, Payne wasn't Night of the Creeps.
0: It. That's what I was confusing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, this is Ron Silver. a oh. very
1: respectable actor. <laughs> I, I love David Paymer. I That's love David
0: Paymer too, but Ron Silver has like that, you know, he was had that um, sort of reversal of fortune and respectability. You know, mm. yeah, everyone loved him. Anyway, so anyway, good time to be Chuck Norris. Kids were fans of Chuck Norris. We were very excited to see what
1: Chuck Norris had to offer. And he, cre- he created this show. This show was his idea. Was not really? I didn't get to do a lot of yeah, research. He, like, he, you- he was the creator. He went to... Ruby Spears and said, uh-huh. hey, you guys are doing all these other shows. Uh, may I briefly mention some of the uh, uh, Ruby Spears productions that were uh, yeah, going let's, let's on at just the time? A,
0: Joe Ruby and uh, Ken, Spears Ken Spears started yeah. in, at Hanna-Barbera. They did sound design or something. And mm. then they started writing for some shows. They ended up basically co-creating uh, Scooby-Doo Where Are You? Yeah, And then they split off and founded their own uh, cartoon production company that mostly produced television series in the 80s. Um some and of their stuff is well known, some of their stuff was crap.
1: Most of their stuff is crap, and I know because I was there. <laughs> this, this was the shit that I was filling my brain with when I was a child. Okay, so, have so what the, do we got? Scooby and Scrappy Doo slash puppy hour. Ugh. The Mork and Mindy cartoon. The Laverne <laughs> and Shirley cartoon. The Fonz cartoon. Oh, I forgot about the Fonz. Cartoon. Pac-Man. Uh, Rubik's the Rubik, Amazing. Rubik Cube. the Amazing yeah, Cube. Rubik, sorry. Rubik. The Mr. T Show that really awful version of Alvin and the Chipmunks that everybody loves for reasons unknown. Uh, The Alvin and the Chipmunks movie...
0: I have no way to end that sentence. I don't know. <laughs> okay. You, can, If you like it, you end that sentence the way you want. All right. If you don't like it, you end that sentence the way you Just, want. Uh, all it's sudden, weird
1: and creepy well, like for they, me. The, 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 the ch- they, they redesigned the chipmunks. They used to be like these sort of flat 60s stylized looking, kind of like yeah. chipmunky looking things. They're kind of cool looking. Yeah, and then right. in, in the 80s, they give them these like big round peach head things. And then yeah. had, like, these like little boy bodies. And now they look even worse. I'm not sure if you've seen the CGI. Not, not the live not. action oh. films. Yeah, no, but there's even a new films. CGI TV series oh. about and then no. shipmunks and they, they, look, they all look like Jonathan Taylor Thomas let's not uh, they did the, the Saturday Supercade yes they did Thundar the, Thundar the Barbarian which I have fond memories of I have mm. no idea if it
0: holds up though
1: uh, Dragon's Lair
0: that was uh, that. Police Academy the animated series that's right Turbo Teen uh, oh we're doing Turbo Teen on this show by the way <laughs> holy shit if you haven't seen Turbo Teen yeah. it's about a teenager who also becomes a car sort of mm-hmm. on command and then like he's women like a wear use, car yeah, yeah he's like a wear car and then his friends drive him and use his stick shift and it's really inappropriate
1: here's a little little bit about a uh, little bit of personal history okay uh, I went to a snooty private school we got special guests a lot and we got a voice actor to come in no. at the time he was doing the voice of Droopy but Ooh. his big uh, his big claim to fame was that he was the voice of Turbo Team That was his big claim so I to got fame. to meet the Droopy wasn't his Team. claim
0: to fame Turbo Team was well because he, he
1: was like the third Droopy uh, speaking enough. of uh, toy based cartoons they also did Sectars. I had this, sectars. were cool se- toys. It's the Centurions and Laser Tag Academy.
0: I really want to track down Laser Tag Academy. The other thing they did of was... All that
1: before Chuck Norris. Yeah,
0: and this is after Chuck Norris, but they also did Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Yep. Which was an action series about cows who were also cowboys. And I think cow was an acronym. And I think it actually might have stood for something, but I don't remember.
1: Then they did a show that I really, really want to do on this, this series oh, yeah? at some point called Pittsburgh Pigs. Which, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which sounds fantastic. It's, and yeah. that's like they're the dying days in 1990. Yeah. So but t- t- they, they were very special. And Chuck Norris is just folded into this milieu of complete shit. Yeah. That, that Ruby Spears was churning out. And, and this show, I'm going to say two things about this show. Uh-huh. This show is shit. It's very watchable shit. Like I will say this. <laughs> we've seen a lot of like action. It's watchable because there's only five of them. Can well, you the, imagine uh, sitting through a hundred of these things? Well, not in a row. But like. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing about Chuck Norris' karate commandos, and we'll go through them episode by episode, because we can. There's only five of these fuckers. Um, They're not without incident. Like, there's not like, it's not like, oh, there's oh gosh, not, they're
1: packed full of incidents. Like, there's yeah,
0: so yeah. much shit that happens in one episode <laughs> of Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. It's like, you know that show Axe Cop, which is based on a comic strip in which like a little kid told his brother, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a bunch of crazy, yeah. oh, it was his dad, yeah. like a bunch of weird shit and then he just wrote it down literally and it was so absurd. This is like that without the self-awareness. It's
1: so well, it, completely manic and bizarre. There, there was this urgent need of cartoon producers at that time time to fill every episode of every show with a hundred things that a little boy would like. Yeah. Uh, uh, This is where He-Man and the Masters of the Universe came from. Okay, it's a Dark Ages adventure with sorcery. Okay, so that's like Conan the Barbarian, right? Kind of. Yeah, but also there's like robots and stuff and like little creatures from other dimensions yeah. and they have like a, a mechanical tank that also has like a, a, an intelligent supercomputer on board it's like yeah. we have no idea what we're doing kids like this will just put it in the show and kids don't know any different they like being pandered to we did so uh, we were eating up all this garbage it was a lot of garbage it so, warped our minds for the worse I would say not all
0: garbage is created equal though and for whatever reason we we denied Chuck Norris Karate Commandos we <laughs>
1: like Nor- we don't need any more of it, these Chuck Norris so this, this is a, te- a testament to what this show was it wasn't even as as good <laughs> as something that lasted multiple seasons like He-Man and the Masters of the Universe.
0: Okay, so the first episode of Chuck Norris Karate Commandos is Deadly called... Deadly Dolphin. Deadly Dol- mm-hmm. That's out of the gate. That was your first idea. What are we going to do? We got Chuck Norris. We got the likeness of Chuck Norris. He's one of the biggest action stars in the world. We got a whole team of awesome martial arts guys, and they're going to fight like an evil terrorist organization with crazy weapons. What's our first plot about? Dolphins.
1: Okay, kids love dolphins. Kids love dolphins? Do they have lasers? Can we put them in a package? <laughs> so Do it they come o- with the submarine set? So it opens with Chuck Norris
0: and his karate commandos, and they are doing, like, test experiments with dolphins who have, like, vests. Mm. They have dolphin vests that are helping them. Okay. and they're doing. It's, a,
1: it's like that brain dolphin from Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And there's, they're, they're helping
0: a scientist who we never see in any of their episodes mm. named Dr. Sanford, who also runs a sea lab it's, just C Lab. It's
1: essentially C Lab.
0: It is C Lab. Yeah. Like they they call it C Lab. It acts like C Lab. It is C Lab. And he's just there, like smoking a pipe, while Chuck Norris and his karate commandos do all his work for him. Yeah. And then Claw sends his one of his cronies, Angelfish. Okay, a- a- he's like this a lady, a sexy lady, uh, to steal the professor. Mm. They need to kidnap him
1: because he's got knowledge on how to build a thing.
0: So they send a whole bunch of ninjas after the karate commandos um, and the first action sequence is already just insane. (laughs) Because we're seeing like boats power sliding onto the beach while the people inside going, this is interesting! And you're just like, thanks, Too Much. That's, that's great. Uh, and
1: then, like, one of some of the bad guys... Too, too, too Much, at least, was Cavalier. Yeah, was there, gung-ho. There's gung-ho. A, a, a scene in a later episode where they landed in front of a bunch of crocodiles, and he says, I'm gonna make luggage out of them, and picks up a stick. Not a club, mind you. <laughs> Not something like, like a switch. It's, it's, it's like like a, his, a tw- like a twig. His, He's his grandmother leave. sent him out back to get some to spank
0: him with, and he found the the, the, starts,
1: the leanest twig he, he could like find, rushing at a crocodile with this <laughs> stick. And it's and, and Tabe picks him up and says, "Yeah, oh gosh, this kid is a Darwin Award waiting to happen." <laughs>
0: So but so in addition to that all that stuff and like a bunch of ninjas are about to jump on too mm. much. And then Chuck Norris says and they put this in the first two episodes and I was hoping it would be a catchphrase mm. just one like we're going to you know, we'll get you kid and then Chuck Norris just says I wouldn't. <laughs> and you're like what? I, I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. And then he like jumps on a girder and then one of the ninjas like uses the crane to lift the girder into the air mm. so Chuck Norris can, can fight, fight a on ninja the girder, on the yeah. girder. And apart from me just like this is kind of awesome. Like, if this was live action, this would be amazing. This is like the best Jackie Chan movie ever. <laughs> and then they so they kidnap the the scientist guy, uh-huh. and uh, Chuck Norris basically beats a confession out of a ninja, I guess. And they finally yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah.
1: they go to a ship. Tabe eats and beats up all the chefs. <laughs> and Tabe ha- actually has a specialty weapon. It's essentially a pair of cymbals. Yeah, like a gong. He like, smashes yeah. people's hands. And he, he carries these. Now, he only wears a sumo thong, so I don't want to think about where he keeps those things. In the last episode,
0: them, but... he's no longer wearing a sumo thong. He's wearing like some kind of huge loincloth. I bet there was like a studio note. That <laughs> it's, was it's just like... Too much skin. Can, yeah, like, can we th- try pants? Like, what can we do to take the curse off of this? Um, so basically Chuck Norris and Tabe do all the goddamn work on this. Mm. Um, meanwhile, while all the other characters break into Sea lab to try to save Sea lab uh, and they all get kidnapped because they're not Chuck Norris and Tabe. <laughs> um, they, they, Chuck Norris ends up having to sneak onto the ship disguised with a dolphin somehow. I bet you're on They,
1: they, they went up through like the exhaust pipe and he swam yeah. behind a dolphin. Yeah. It's like, what's that swimming up the pipe? Ah, it's just a dolphin. Ignore it. Couldn't possibly be somebody swimming next to it.
0: Yeah, and and honestly, we're just fine. Let all the dolphins Mm -hmm. in. We don't care. It turns out C-Lab has the ability to create tidal waves anywhere in the world. It's just one... They keep talking about it like, oh, yeah, whoever controls C-Lab... Controls the universe. (laughs) Controls the fucking ocean. (laughs) And it's just like, well, who who controls C-Lab now? It just seems like this huge weapon of mass destruction. Um, like, uh, that was my death ray. I invented
1: it for peaceful purposes.
0: <laughs> um, and uh, then they do a bunch of fighting, and basically that's it. Yeah, that, that's and, kind
1: of the whole episode right there. And the bad guy gets away, and yeah. status quo. Re- Here's what I want to know: Where do Chuck Norris and the Karate Commandos go like during the day? Are they just always on the road? Are they like gypsies? No. I think d- they're, d- they're just busy. They're, They're just busy, busy all the time. Yeah. So they don't have a home. They don't go back to a base or anything. Well, we do see a little
0: bit of Chuck Norris, uh, like, sort of joyriding in the next episode. We see, like, he was on his afternoon. It's, it's, he just took his car into the shop. So he has
1: he has a car. He has a car. Does he sleep in that car? I guess he does. Or does he just... I mean, he's Chuck Norris. I, he sleeps I, I where he damn well pleases. I'm curious about the function
0: Chuck Norris's karate commandos serve in the government. Because there's a, there's a scene in... I
1: think it's episode four or
0: five, Episode actually, four, yeah. the... Best episode, and we'll get to that in a bit. Because that episode is amazing. I
1: watched that one twice. It's so great.
0: <laughs> uh, but there's a bit where, like, there, the, the Claw has actually, like, his plan is actually working surprisingly well for once. Mm. And there's a scene with the president, and the president looks at the, you know, the head of the the Secretary of Defense mm. and the CIA, and they're just like, "Oh yes, there's nothing we can do. It's too dangerous." The president's like, "Oh man, I guess it's up to you, Chuck Norris." What? <laughs> I, I, We're so, just gonna give up. And so let Chuck Sh- Norris handle everything.
1: Sh- Chuck what's Nor- his job? I, I'm not sure if they if they get paid. Like they're probably not on the government payroll, just so that they, the government has plausible deniability. Sure. But you know the, the government condones their actions in secret. They're they're the secret elite, <laughs> elite team of because no government would. <laughs> Who would turn and, down? Any, Chuck any, any government would be too embarrassed to admit that Chuck Norris and the Karate Command. That nobody wants to take responsibility for too much. That's what's. Really <laughs> going. Too Much is just a... Gotcha. You're right, he's a Darwin Award right now. Too, too, too Much is the most obnoxious cartoon character since Spritell Racer. He is
0: terrible. <laughs> Chuck Norris is... is a uh, Chuck Norris. Too Much uh, is um, um, Short Round from Indiana Jones yeah, and the Temple yeah, of yeah. Doom without any of the redeeming qualities. It's uh, just a terrible child.
1: Too Much is played by a grown woman, an actress named Mona Marshall, uh, who would go on to play uh, Sheila Broslovsky on South Park. Uh, Oh. Yeah, uh, so I can actually kind of totally see that. And she also does, like, a buttload of anime. So if you're an sure. anime fan and you watch the English dub, you've probably heard her voice.
0: Episode two of Chuck Norris Karate Commandos is called Target Chuck Norris. And it opens with Chuck Norris saying, mm. having a message about bullies and bullying and standing up to bullies. You know, the claw tried to bully me. No, he doesn't in this episode. He just tries to go about his business. He doesn't, like, mock you and <laughs> kick sand in your oh. face and ruin your homework so mm. you can't turn it in. Thank you very much, John Green.
1: Wait, what? Sorry, as flashbacks, you, you, you went into your own flashbacks. world there yeah, for a, a second. Little bit. <laughs> Here, here's how sad my junior high years were. I, I wasn't bullied by the bully. My, my arch enemy was like the bully's weaselly sidekick, like that that kid. He was yeah. the one who made my life. It was skull. Hell. It wasn't bulk. It was skull. It, it was skull. Oh, yeah, exactly. God. Um, you guys know, have a good point,
0: actually. I actually like at the end of because even though it has nothing to do with actual bullying, it mm. actually has a good point, which is like, you know, bullies are bullying you to feel powerful, but if they were actually powerful, they wouldn't pick on the weakest person in school, would they? They'd pick on the toughest person. Right. And how often do you see that? <laughs> and i actually like, you know, that's actually a really good point that no one brings up about bullies. Thank you, Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most <laughs> insightful
1: thing you've ever said. <laughs> no, no he's, I'm sure he's thought a lot about now, it, No, I know. Actually. On the show it is, About though. sort of power dynamic. I'm sure Chuck Norris has put a lot of serious thought into anyway. it. Target Chuck who, Norris. Who's, who's the the token villain this episode? Well, there's, there's two. There's
0: seven. the leader who gets dispatched very quickly, mm. and then there's, there's the chameleon uh, guy, the imposter. Right. The imposter. That's right. he is the imposter.
1: Is it the imposter? Hang uh, on. It's either the imposter or just imposter. But yeah, he's he's a master of yeah. disguise. Anyway,
0: yeah, it's master of disguise. Even though he always looks like himself and has the same accent,
1: he he, he puts on like a hat and a mustache. <laughs> it's like, that kind of just dis- you, <laughs> you can't have him be too you can't have him be too disguisey because you know how do you animate that? But yeah, that's. I, I, You kind of have to squint and pretend that Chuck Norris can't tell the difference.
0: Anyway, uh, so it opens with this this one-off bad guy, the leader, flooding Amsterdam so that he can break into a bank which has NATO's super-secret... Like it's a memory com- core it's, in it,
1: yeah. It's got like a computer chip Which, in it.
0: Why is that in a bank in Amsterdam, Chuck Norris Karate why, Commandos? Why would
1: you look for it there?
0: <laughs> I, I suppose that's
1: true. I wouldn't think it was there. That's it's, true. It's, that's it's a clever. stupid
0: thing to do. Uh-huh. Um. So in any case, so he fights the thing. Oh, that's great. And they and Chuck Norris actually defeats him. Like it's right at the beginning. A big action sequence. Mm. And then he goes back to the claw. The claw, like, pulls a lever, and his chair drops him into a pit of something we never see. And they bring in basically. You know, their second best, like the, the next guy in line. I, I, there's actually like a to, line of super villains I like, to like think waiting to, 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 like to the there's, there's like
1: an, an audition room where they're all reading no. their sides. It's like I, I will kill John Dar- <clears throat> I will kill Norris. Mm, hang on, hang on. I will kill Norris. You know, they're just sort of rehearsing. There's a and, there's a bit I really like. Sorry, there's a
0: bit I really like uh, with the leader where he says like it's not my fault, Norris blah. Uh, and then Super Ninja actually looks at one of the underlings. and Is like is is it true? Was was it all? Was it not his fault? The guy's like no, no. <laughs> it <right."> was. <laughs>
1: all him well and that's a a bit of subtle animation acting which for I mean the the animation is terrible this is all like hastily slapped together daily animated show limited animation in the worst possible way uh, so having any sort of subtlety or character or pacing any or tiny moment continuity of it is gorgeous. You, you get a little bit of it and you, you latch onto it and you start convincing yourself, this is a good moment. When really it's <laughs> it's like it rises to barely average. So anyway,
0: anyway the imposter goes after Chuck Norris. Okay. He tries to blow him up at a gas station. Doesn't work. Um, and then they go to a uh, charity fundraiser. Where Chuck Norris and the Karate Commandos are there, and there's this is a bit where Too Much is like, "What are we raising money for, Chuck? We're gonna start a karate, karate summer camp. camp for kids." Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe Chuck Norris would
1: actually do that. All I, right? And I believe Chuck Norris, uh, yeah. and this is just a theory, probably wrote that line himself. I bet that was his uh, idea. Like, I think this is a good idea. He, he wants to. It, it's like in in No Holds Barred when Hulk Hogan talks about his charity. Be sure to mention my charity work, brother. It's like, yeah. Okay, yeah, you do some charity work. You want us to know that, don't you? Yeah. So Chuck Norris, yeah, I, I'm willing to bet he had or was thinking about opening a karate camp for kids. I yeah. think he actually did have one. I, I, it Sounds like so something
0: that would happen. He,
1: he's kind of hyping that on the show. That's fine. This is not the writers coming in. as like, oh, and we can rewrote this in. Isn't that fun? No, this is Chuck Norris saying, you know, this is my damn show. <laughs> it's already in the toilet. We're only in production now, and it's already in the toilet. And anyway. I, I got to mention something.
0: This proceeds, it ends up being like a huge fuck-off chase mm. where uh, Chuck Norris, like in too much are like jumping off of an elevator and like onto another building and then two planes chasing each other in midair And then Chuck Norris explodes, and you find out he was fine. And then Too Much, there's a bit where Too Much, he's, did I tell you this? He's like, he's kidnapped, and he's like, yelling at Chuck Norris on a TV
1: screen. Uh, You you didn't mention that part, but yeah, yeah, Too Much gets kidnapped. Too Much gets kidnapped. Like a a dumbass.
0: (laughs) Like, almost every episode, Too Much gets kidnapped. I'm actually amazed it's not every episode. (laughs) And then that turns out okay. And then um, I honestly don't
1: remember the second half of the episode at all. Yeah, you know, this one slipped away from me, too. I, I
0: remember there was this bit where uh, the imposter goes back to Claw, and Claw only gives him, like, half the money, he said. Yeah, and yeah. he's just like, well, you didn't get me the memory core. And he was like, that wasn't part of the deal. Mm. Well, do you want me to pull well, the lever to the chair? I could get up. Like, <laughs> no. I, I,
1: I like that the Claw is actually kind of a dick. You know, he, mm-hmm. he hires these guys as like, and no, I will, re- I reward. He says he likes to say, "I reward my champions well," but then he doesn't. He, no, he always rescinds his offers or he kind of weasels his way out of them somehow. I think
0: I think Super Ninja is the only one with a good benefits package because he's the only one in every episode. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone else, because there's a guy who's like got like weird, overly sensitive eyes, mm. and then when he apologizes to the Claw, he's like, "Sorry" is the most hated word in the English language. <laughs> Take off your glasses, and he just turns on bright lights. It's like like oh, over, a, over, over, a over.
1: Screen. So probably just, part of it's just like just from dim the screen. the
0: screen, like dim it if you have to. You'll never know. Like it's fine. You just pretend. Ah.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no, my my eyes. Anyway, uh, wait, um, and that, that's the guy from the next episode, which is Terror Train. Yeah, yeah, Terror Train. Terror Train is also the one with the laser robot. Yeah. Um, which they have. Yeah, they have a, a laser robot. Which. Were invented to replace soldiers. Okay. Yeah. All right. And there's a bit. This is like a little dinky. It looks like R2D2 with a turret on it. Uh, well, it looks more like Johnny Five from Short Circuit. But yeah,
0: it's, it's like a dinky Johnny Five though. And like it was always like, oh yeah, we've got this little laser robot, and he's like half the size of Chuck Norris. It's a little tiny thing, and then he just shoots like a battleship in the background, and it explodes. And I'm like, God, I hope we didn't need that battleship. <laughs> I hope there were no people on it. Like,
1: holy shit! Oh, Do we oh, just shit. have those to fuck like just dispose of? Oh shoot. <laughs> Hey, the target was over there, but that was what? an impressive it's demonstration. A palpable hit. The claw wants to steal the robot. Yeah, there's a big uh, fight on a boat, uh,
0: and uh, they transport it on a Too train, much, too much get gets train. kidnapped again.
1: Yeah, that's right. He Let does. us not forget.
0: And at least one of the best, like the only one, of, like a genuinely funny scene. And I think the show actually knew it was funny. Hmm. Where Chuck Norris, who I think swam after them, and he ends up on the beach, and he just gets on a motorcycle, and there are these two dudes fishing. And one of them's just like, Hey, that's my motorcycle. And Chuck Norris says, It's an emergency. I'm Chuck Norris. Contact me at the embassy. And he does like a pops a wheelie and drives away. And the fishermen are just like,
1: Americans, Americans, <laughs> man.
0: And part of me is like, Okay, it's well, actually pretty funny.
1: Well, it's pretty funny, especially given like the way badasses operated in these American action films. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to steal everything. Because I'm American, I'm gonna kill guys with rotary saws and murder a thousand people. Because my daughter got kidnapped, sort of mentality. Yeah, and this time we have Chuck Norris. I'm gonna steal your bike because I needed to beat up this guy. And these two fisher guys, like, what the 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 fuck is going on? That's my bike. That's my. This is the real world over here. I don't know where you came from. Planet testosterone, Mister Norris.
0: Um, I was like, I, I wonder if Chuck Norris could do that, though. If he could just jump on someone's bike and say, "I'm Chuck Norris," and they just drives away. And you know what? And if, he'd be like,
1: "I didn't know he could do that." If, if Chuck Norris like started to bike off on my bike, he's like, "I need it for it's an emergency." Like, you know what? Just go. Wait, it's fine. Hang, it's I would fine. be like, "Hang
0: on, too much hasn't been kidnapped, has he?" Because if so, yeah. I need the bike. <laughs>
1: It's too much You know what Just let Tabe eat too much At this point
0: Tabe is really sad About too, too much Getting kidnapped Which means he must be Really sad all the time <laughs> He's
1: just like He's
0: just like Tabe's like I don't I'm not hungry And everyone's like Oh my god Tabe You're not hungry But you're our fat guy And he's like I miss too much And I'm like You would be thin If this was true <laughs> Because too much Gets kidnapped that often Like there's just no way
1: uh, In any what, case What's the old one he, he needs to have A handle installed Just cause he's So they can pick him up More easily when they kidnap him? There
0: you go, it's not <laughs> bad. So anyway, they end up on a bullet train. Super ninja puts like a bomb on the bullet train, and the only way they're gonna uh, not blow up the train is if they deliver the robot. Somehow that works. They out. take the robot I mean, to I think it's Tibet. It's, and uh know, it's Mongolia, it's somewhere around, it's somewhere around it, there. Some some big Asian monastery in a mountain. Mm. And I, I don't know I don't if I remember they were specific about it. And then they drop all of them into a pit that's filling with water, and then they put a giant snake in the pit, and then Chuck Norris wrestles the snake, and um, then he use it as a rope to get out. Uh, which I'm not sure that's how snakes work.
1: Uh, yeah, a snake would rip in half,
0: but especially if Tabe tried to get up there, <laughs> maybe too much. Maybe too much could use it as a rope without like, just like breaking it in half.
1: You pull on a snake, you're going to rip the snake in half. You don't just, pull
0: on no, a, it's snake. a big fuck off snake. It was like it was it was wasn't quite the snake in the movie version of Dragonet, which is actually a pretty good movie. I watched it again recently. <laughs> uh, but it's a pretty big snake. Mm, okay, I'm just throwing it out there. It's a pretty big snake. Pretty big snake. There's also the coolest fight between Chuck Norris and the Super Ninja in this episode. Oh because, no, that's
1: the next one where he has the wings. But all right.
0: Oh no, no. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna fight you on this one because in this one. So they have to get Chuck Norris back onto the train. Uh-huh. So they're, they're in like a Ferrari, and they're keeping pace with a bullet train. And it's like mm. 120 miles an hour or something like that. And they just throw a grappling hook over to it so Chuck Norris can tightrope walk mm. over to the train. And then the Super Ninja gets on the tightrope as well, and they, and fight. they fight. on the tightrope. That's amazing. <laughs> that is weird. Re- Even in a cartoon, mm. that's crazy.
1: Cool.
0: There's a part of you that's nine that's just yeah, like well, this is the coolest thing I've ever I, seen. I think
1: you were just suckered by this 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 like very specific language of how action was operating at the time and how we're still living it down. This is still what what action scenes are trying to do. Yeah, what was being done in 1986? And they're trying Morris. to be fun, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, in, in the next episode, there's a scene where they oh. fight mid air. Oh, uh, yeah. Where, where they're on the exterior of a space shuttle that's about to take off.
0: Yeah. Super Ninja's Ninja has, trying to break
1: into the space shuttle uh, seconds before it takes off. And uh, Super Ninja has been equipped with... It looks like he just has sprouted wings. Yeah, he's got, kind of like, equipped, bat wings he's on his a, back. equipped with these bat wings, so he's sort of flying around. And Chuck Norris is on his little, uh, like, mini one-man helicopter thing. I think? Something and, like that? And, and they're kind of, like flying at each other through the air and he's clinging onto the side of the shuttle and they're I thought that was pretty awesome that's really cool too I'm not I'm not putting that one
0: down All I'm right. just saying I think the tightrope one's even cooler but All so, the next episode... Mm. Oh, God, what was it called? Hang on, I wrote it down. <laughs>
1: <The> <laughs> next, it's called Menace from Space. Menace from Space uh, is
0: the best episode of Chuck Norris Karate Commandos Menace, okay, by so
1: far. Th- the villain of this, this is episode, is, episode is a, a fellow who, uh, like, as a reptile... He's like a her- mad herpetologist. And he's basically he's, evil Crocodile Dundee. He's, he's the crocodile hunter, if if the crocodile hunter went wrong. And he looks like Willem Dafoe. And he's got a hiss. And he in order to help Super Ninja hijack a space shuttle he catapults crocodiles through the air who are equipped with parachutes (laughs) Can't even get through the word
0: Okay, <laughs> crocodiles in parachutes falling through windows, so he can they can attack Chuck Norris. And at
1: one point, they're they're at like they're at like the NASA headquarters. They're leaning across a desk talking to a, the, the head the head guy. And okay. the guy's like, not even a fly. Like to get a, through a fly couldn't skin. get through this. And then a crocodile crashes in through the, his tower window and lands <laughs> on his desk. Chuck Norris says, "Not a fly, huh?" And just sort of casually leans over and starts wrestling the crocodile. <laughs> And my eyes were wide, <laughs> and I spilled my Lucky Charms in you, my lap. You texted me immediately
0: when you saw that. That was the coolest like, thing. OMFNG, crocodiles on parachutes. So Super Ninja steals the space shuttle, and they go up into fucking space, and they've got a
1: laser that's going to, like, shoot all the cities in the world. Yeah, they hijack a space laser.
0: That's awesome!
1: Yeah. And that's the, really cool! And the bad guy holds them hostage for, uh... I'm well, it was like or uh, it was a thousand million t- dollars.
0: It was a billion dollars from every city, from every country in the world.
1: I think it was more than that. I was like ten billion or something. It was. It was, it was ten billion from
0: every country in the world. So like, the, the, the economy is just useless.
1: Well, now. yeah. I was about to say, you have all that money. What are you going to do with it? Nobody can provide you with anything. Are you going to yeah. buy a bunch of cars?
0: That, that much money doesn't even exist in cash
1: form. Like, so, what's the
0: plan in 1986?
1: The, I guess the pl- the plan is he doesn't want the money. He just wants to disrupt the economy. Oh, that makes
0: sense. Right. I'm actually fine with that.
1: Um, so anyway, Chuck Norris and his
0: karate command. They try to like break into Claw's submarine in Alaska. Mm. It actually doesn't go too well. But this and then is the, the-
1: globe trotting episode. They go to a lot of places. Oh, they go this everywhere. Line.
0: This is also the one where they talk to the president. The president puts Chuck Norris in charge of everything. Mm. Uh, and uh, then basically it's like, okay, well. We screwed up. Look, they managed to like sever the connection between Earth and the space station. But what they didn't realize was that if the space station doesn't get word from the Claw in two hours, they're just going to nuke the whole planet. Pretty much, yeah. Fucking awesome. Okay, <laughs> this, is, this is getting better. So Chuck Norris has two hours to get into outer space. <laughs> <laughs> they have to break into a
1: museum, into a museum in Alaska. And find a, 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 I think it was, like, a 25-year-old shuttle, which means yeah. it was one of the first, like, 60s shuttles to the moon sort of yeah. thing. It's they like, have to like Mercury astronauts yeah. train on this thing. Pepper fucking steals, like, 2,000 gallons of rocket fuel. Well, but that's... <laughs> what I love is he gives them instructions. Like, okay, I'm going to break into this museum and get this space shuttle. You guys get me some rocket fuel and meet me back here. And and they say, right. Chuck is like, wait a minute. You have a plan. You know where to get rocket fuel on short notice gonna get all this rocket fuel? They go
0: to this fucking military installation, and they ask politely, which I actually kind of like, and they're just like, oh yeah, we can get you that, but, uh, you know, it'll take a lot of paperwork. For Chuck Norris, we'll expedite it. Well, oh, how long will <laughs> we'll that take? About two hours. Uh, we don't have that long. They just sort of distract him, and they steal the rocket <laughs> we fuel. We don't, we'll have, explain we later! not that long. <laughs> so Chuck Norris flies into outer space, fights the super ninja in zero gravity, and it's great.
1: It's What I would love to see <laughs> is with all of the modern CGI bells and whistles like an actual feature film of just this episode. One episode of
0: Chuck Norris would be like a hundred million dollar movie. Yeah. They're really ambitious and I kind of admire it for that.
1: And it would fail like Ben-Hur. Oh, so bad.
0: It would be amazing.
1: (laughs) I I would love it forever and it would would tank terribly. Only for us. The fifth and final episode was called Island of the Walking Dead and actually featured real zombies. Yes. I'm guessing this uh, was meant to air around Halloween time but this was only one of the only ones they had in production. They were, I don't know. Uh, they it's already, not a Halloween episode. It's already it placed
0: at Halloween. They
1: uh, they already knew though that the show was probably going to get canned, so they just threw it up. That's all they had. This is the uh, only uh, Chuck Norris. Okay. Yeah, sorry. The
0: only Chuck Norris Karate Commandos* episode in which the supernatural is real. So that really, really? kind of opened it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Really, anything's possible now. It's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was all like super tech spy stuff before. Now there's there's actual magic. But there's yeah, like, they, there's like they a they crash
0: a, satellite and it crashes on an island with a whole bunch of zombies and Super Ninja teams up with basically the bad guy from
1: *Live and Let Die*. Who's also the bad guy from The Princess and the Frog. Yeah, just just
0: general voodoo guy.
1: This voodoo guy.
0: Voodoo guy in a top hat. That's kind Mm. of his his shtick. And it's full of the living dead. It's actually the living dead. It's Mm. actually like... Kind of hardcore for a 1980s cartoon show. Usually they'd like try <laughs> to, like, at the end, like, you know, like later episodes of the Ghostbusters, mm. where like, you know, no, they weren't really ghosts. They were just sort of demons. Like, no one ever dies uh, in, ever in no real death. life. Yeah, it doesn't no, exist. But these are
1: actually dead corpses. Fucking yeah, corpses. Pale and gross looking. Yeah. Uh, they only have like. <sighs> four models for zombies. So yeah. they have the same four people kind of wandering around and everywhere. And but they're yeah, they're
0: kind of ghoulish. They got like big eyes, slack jawed, really mm. pale. Like n- none of them are like missing arms or anything too grotesque, but it's, it's really obvious what they are. Like, the, na- they
1: the name of the Island mm. voodoo Island. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so a couple of things in this episode, one, this is the episode where we meet uh tank who is a friend of Chuck Norris who helps oh, them on right. un- tank he help, he, he, tank is uh, the black guy. And it feels like they were adding characters one to sell toys, mm. but also, Oh right. Black people um, <laughs> it's probably one of those on our show with a multi-ethnic cast.
1: Yeah, no black people on the show. So tank for shows this up
0: to help them like unload boxes.
1: And then, and, th- then Chuck is giving him a ride somewhere. And yeah. That's the last we see. Yeah. Him.
0: It's this weird thing where Chuck is things like, Oh, Hey, thanks for helping me transport my dumbbells back to the gym. Mm. And then uh, he gets like a call from, Okay, so Chuck Norris takes orders from a guy called the director, and mm. I don't think it's meta. I don't think they're saying it's like the director of the show, like in a Tiny Toons episode. <laughs> it's just like the, the the there's like every once in a he's, while they'll he's like, talk a go- to a
1: government higher up. It's yeah. a
0: guy you only ever see him from the back, and like the first episode, it's really fucking weird because he's on a cargo plane debriefing Chuck Norris's Karate Commandos while the director, the guy who's in charge of everything, is like doing cardio on a stationary bike. It doesn't make any sense. So the director calls and just gives Chuck Norris some random commands, and Tank just says, "Was that?" And Chuck Norris says, "Yep." And that's about it. Wow. And, then Chuck, and then Tank says, "Oh man, I got to come on even more of your adventures." And Chuck Norris says, "Anytime, Tank." And then we never see him again. Because he's the show can. He's not <laughs> even there throughout the whole episode. Mm. He's there in two scenes in like the first half, and then he's they, gone. How do we episode? I was like, wait a minute.
1: I thought Tank was with them. What happened to Tank? They probably had bigger, uh, bigger ambitions for Tank, and just sort of let him mm. fall by the wayside. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm.
0: so they, uh, so they, they, they're finding the Super Ninja and the Voodoo Guy. Uh, super Ninja uh, apparently converts to Voodooism, and uh, he actually starts carrying around a Chuck Norris action figure, mm. and. Um, there's a part where he's actually like Chuck Norris and his Karate Commandos are on like one of those Temple of Doom bridges, like between two cliffs. Right.
1: Um, There's a rope, rope easily breakable rope bridge. Yeah, and yeah. zombies
0: are c- converging on both sides. And the fucking Super Ninja starts poking the action figure, and Chuck Norris is like, oh, there's a sharp pain in my side. And I'm like, first off, voodoo is real, and that's the worst you're doing to your arch nemesis? Pop the head off that thing! Come on! <laughs> this
1: is going to be over. Secondly, well, you heat up the pin, you stick it through the head, and then you just lock it in a vault somewhere. That's all you need. Chuck Norris throws a throwing star
0: uh, mm. and knocks the action figure out of Super Ninja's head. And then he gets better, and he's like, I'm feeling better for some reason. I'm like, you're the one who knocked it? You specifically did that! You knew how that worked. <laughs> you had one job, and you did it successfully, and then you forgot that it existed. What? What? Oh, I get it. The action figure fell on the ground, and Chuck Norris got the bonk on the head. Yeah. So Chuck Norris actually just had a phantom concussion. Okay, I just solved my own problem.
1: Yeah. Okay. It was, yeah. So, anyway. And that was the end of the show. Chuck Norris' Karate Commandos. Yeah, uh, he la- defeats those guys. It lasted, lasted one week. Uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was... Uh, planned to be a daily show. Yeah. Uh, I guess ratings were just not good enough. Yeah. Cartoons operate usually on kind of a sped up timeline. Mm. Uh, one season for a cartoon show is usually considered c- kind of decent. Yeah, uh, It's different than a live action show, which can and, get canned really quick. And some cartoon but,
0: shows can, can can do like a 40 episode first season, the, which is right, why we're going to be pretty shows, careful on what we do on which, cancel too soon because we only have so much
1: time. Yeah, but when you only last five episodes of a daily show, that's kind of an anomaly. Well, nothing gets snatched from the air that quickly. I think what happened
0: was they came up with five episodes and they aired them just to see what the reaction was rather than make 40 and potentially not do the rest. Okay, I think they aired. I think they made five. And then mm-hmm. they were like, "Let's cut it off here and make sure people actually like this fucker." Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And they're like, "Okay, good. We don't have to. We don't have to, keep, don't have to keep, be keep. in a room with Chuck Norris in short shorts anymore. Yeah. This actually works out great for us. We're going to do more you, bang face. You
1: slaves, get back in the animating room. Draw me some more Rubik the Amazing Cube." <laughs> uh, there was a comic book that tied into this TV series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was put out by Marvel. Uh, Steve Ditko did the artwork for this <laughs> thing. Um, I know nothing about the comic book apart from its existence. Apparently, there's, there's more information on wikipedia i looked up a little bit on wikipedia
0: apparently a lot of it is like too much in school daydreaming about being awesome and then claw kidnaps his entire class and chuck norris saves them, and that was it oh god who the fuck cares who
1: cares about no one cares about you too much uh, if if you have an issue however of chuck norris karate commandos the the comic book oh my uh take pictures take pictures and send them to us and know that it has it has only depreciated in value (laughs) Since you got it, <laughs> nobody's looking for it. It may not, or may it, not be true. It, it's it may be an obscurity. It may be a rarity, but it is not valuable. They did make action figures. Of course, uh, I yeah, remember seeing yeah. them in
0: stores. Um, yeah,
1: they were Kenner products.
0: Yeah, and uh, I've seen them on eBay, reasonably affordable. Actually, mm. part of me was actually really tempted to buy some and like do like little just videos of us playing with them for this episode. <laughs> but then I was just like, yeah, I didn't like the show that yeah. much. I'm not well, going to go.
1: Nuts. I think uh, th- this movie. Or show. movie, the show. The show yeah. vanished. Nobody cared for it. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Norris's star began to sort of tarnish after this. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, I mean, he continued to work. He made films like Sidekicks and then yeah. Top Dog. And Top Dog
0: was his last theatrical release until Expendables Two, yeah. So which was he very reverent of Chuck Norris, to be fair. But and the, then he did the, a lot the, of straight to video stuff.
1: You say reverent of Chuck Norris? Uh, Chuck Norris was on the outs in the late '80s and early '90s. He was just not. He wasn't a badass. He wasn't mythologized. Yeah. Walker Texas Ranger was but a glint in someone's eye. So he was. He was out. He was out of the public eye. Mm, this is and one of the
0: last great gasps of Chuck. Norris. Yeah, he
1: would have, and he would have gone forever. But at some point. Irony started to creep in in the early 2000s. Yeah. And, you know, Walker, Texas Ranger was a successful show, but nobody really knows it that well. It's not really part of the conversation, apart from talking to my grandmother. Uh, but it's, at some point, the jokes started about yeah. how tough Chuck Norris really was. And I think it was kind of poking fun at him at, at the same time well, as respecting him. It was kind of interesting and because there's
0: it's one of those jokes where... It's always the, the punchline is always Chuck Norris But the mm. setup is very It can, can vary It's sort of the uh, Jeff Foxworthy. You might be a redneck mm. You describe some absurd Redneck situation And you just say Then you might be a redneck Ha 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 So you just create something That is cartoonishly badass mm. And you just say And you just apply it To Chuck Norris Because Chuck Norris Has the persona of a badass But he no longer actually has The clout of the, the, a the, badass the, the And so it made it clout. kind of fun so, yeah. And so there was stuff like Chuck Norris's tears cure cancer But mm. Chuck Norris has never cried
1: Right you know, like oh that's kinda
0: of funny, all right. Let's so so
1: because of these like sort of more or less internet memes going about, Chuck Norris came back in the yeah. public consciousness, even though he wasn't making movies. There's some like straight to video stuff. I think. Some straight to video stuff, yeah. but people aren't yeah. watching that. People no. aren't watching these movies and saying, "Hey, look at these brand new action classics." I like that Chuck Norris is back. No, he just became a meme. Well, that's and it, he became the- really familiar to a new generation as an echo of his previous self. To be fair, I think what that's what happened was after the
0: badass uh, '80s, mm. there was only so much room for the old fashioned action star. Stallone, uh, Stallone, and Schwarzenegger kept it going for a little while. Schwarzenegger, better than most, mm-hmm. then he gave it up to go into politics. Um, Schwarzenegger
1: was making stuff in like '99. It was kind of, it, he just he kept was. on going. Yeah, I mean, some of it
0: was crap by them, but it was some of it
1: was actually okay. Like Eraser's pretty good. Er- Eraser's pretty good. And when he made Collateral Damage, right around the time 9/11 happened, that was kind of the end of it all.
0: That was not his fault, obviously. Was, no one knew that was going to be a thing. It, it was but, not
1: his fault, but the, the coinciding of those two things and it, it ended badass cinema forever, well, with the exception of Jason Statham.
0: Well, with the exception of Jason Statham. And then what happened was like all those guys, like Dolph Lundgren, hadn't put a movie in theaters in forever. Jean claude Van Damme hadn't put Movie in moving theaters in forever. And then they brought them all back for the Expendables movie. Uh-huh. Um, well, not all of them, but as many as they could get. And it was this weird sort of thing where it's the movie we wanted to see in 1988. Mm. But now they're too old for it. So it's this weird thing where it's kind of wish fulfillment, and it's kind of nostalgia, and it's, it's kind of making fun of it, and I never—it just never quite it, found it, it its was, sweet spot. It, it
1: was a really poorly written gimmick film, and as, yeah. as, as the gimmick, gimmick is pretty good, as, gimmick, as gimmicks go, the cast it yeah. was fine, and yeah. they made they somehow milked that gimmick for three films. Yeah, Ronda Rousey them? made it into one of those, so that, fine three actually not a bad movie they're actually none of them are terrible like no, two the, is f- the first one's pretty terrible the first they're, one's really badly they're edited They're actually pretty not great movies, i'm not calling but, them good i'm uh, just yeah. saying they're
0: not i don't think they're all terrible one has a certain macho charm to it that i kind of like mm-hmm. two is completely over the top and ridiculous and that's the one chuck norris is in
1: that's the one with gary daniels too right? no gary daniels is the first one oh, okay. and to be fair it
0: takes like the combined efforts of jet lee and jason statham to take down one Gary Daniels.
1: One Gary Daniels who's on fire, if I recall. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Gary Daniels, like, he was weird because a lot of people were just like, where, who's that guy? You and I are like, that's fucking Gary Daniels. He's a badass. Where,
1: where's Gary Daniels' Karate Commandos? I want to know. I want to see that cartoon He show. did. He did do like a couple of kids movies.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we love Gary Daniels. If you don't know who Gary Daniels is, I have two words for you: Blood Moon.
1: That's Find one word. Find it but, yeah. and watch it. Blood Moon is amazing. And, uh, and Heat, Heat Seeker's not bad either. Heat Seeker's okay. Uh, is he, Al, Al, he, Albert he, Pune where where Gary Daniels plays himself, i.e., a fighting robot. He, he did. Gary Daniels did a movie
0: called Riot, where he teamed up with Sugar Ray Leonard mm. to fight like the Los Angeles riots. Like, mm. it's a weird fucking premise. <laughs> We're digressing like mad. Anyway, the Expendables movies were okay Chuck Norris has sort of sort of slinked back Mm. into the ether from whence he came Uh, but his legend lives on Um, if Chuck Norris Karate Commandos had lasted a hundred episodes I would have been very surprised it it would have been completely insane Mm. from start to finish I would like to think that like the characters would have had episodes
1: themselves. Like, there's, I would have build hoped, them up a bit. I like they were sputtering, I would, uh, I, I would have hoped that yeah, they would have sort of turned it into a proper ensemble. But I know the way these eighty car, 80s cartoons worked, they and that that would wouldn't have not, happened. No, it just would have been nice to have just like, he has this big cast. He, the, there's a lot of commandos in this in the yeah. show.
0: It would have been nice if we'd gotten to know them a little. like Just Reed, a smidge. Like Reed, who we haven't mentioned at
1: all. What is yeah. he?
0: What is he about? Is he like... He just seems like this guy who wears a chamois on his head a lot. Like, I don't know where, who he is, what he's about. He's just completely superfluous in the entire series. Give him a reason to be there. Is he Chuck's illegitimate son? Like, help me out. Um, <laughs> so that would have been nice. I would have liked to have actually, like, seen... like. I would have liked to have actually had like the, the the relationship between Chuck Norris and Super Ninja developed a little bit, like one flashback episode, right. like just show it. Maybe see been, what happened. Maybe they've been fighting each other in all of their past lives, and you see them in like the Wild West. That's a little in
1: medieval England. That, that's a little too high concept. What they would have done is just had an episode that was set at, like an old West town. They mm. would have had an episode that was set underwater. That well, they, they did, did that. that. Yeah. It was the first
0: episode. They uh, ran out of I had that idea. So
1: here here's here here are the tropes that they didn't. Get a chance to get around to. There's always an episode where they go camping. Okay. In in all cartoon shows, Mm -hmm. there's an episode where they get shrunk down to the size of bugs. Yes, Uh, they didn't do that one.
0: Now, there's the episode where one of the Karate Commandos had written to their mother that they were in charge of the Karate Commandos, and and the mother visits, and everyone has to to pretend pretend that they're in charge, and they go mad with power. Uh,
1: There's the one where somebody gets hit by some sort of spell or some sort of mind erase ray and turns evil for one episode.
0: Uh, Too much needs like some sort of alternate too much, who everyone thinks is awesome, but only too much knows is actually like an asshole who's like getting everybody hurt, and nobody nobody believes too much until. Until yeah,
1: they finally catch him red-handed.
0: Yeah, that was always a good one. Mm. Um, There needed to be like a Native American apologist episode.
1: Yeah, where like someone gets turned into an eagle
0: at the end or something. some some way that's somehow more offensive than not doing the episode at all. There
1: there would have been an, an. a message episode, like oh, uh, yeah, well, there
0: would a bunch of me- like proper message, like pro- episodes. proper
1: proper message, like yeah. uh, uh, there would be yeah the environment episode with an American mm-hmm. Indian, uh, also the drug episode. No, I don't where think somebody they wouldn't have
0: do, the done the drug episode, but they would have been a part mm. of that one uh, cartoon crossover special. Where all the cartoon oh, characters—it was called
1: "Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue." I yeah. remember that. Thing. Cartoon yeah, All yeah. Stars
0: to the Rescue is this amazing television special in which, like Bugs Bunny and the Teenage Ninja Turtles and, the, and, and, the,
1: the, and Garfield and it, the Muppet Babies, yeah, and... they all try to talk a kid out of smoking marijuana.
0: Uh-huh.
1: No, it's and, and other things as and, well, but, it's but not they're just, vague yeah. about the other things. Yeah. It's just
0: sort of this white stuff. Like they just—they just just, just got this packet well, of white. We
1: we should, on this show, actually, we need to do a special note. We should do Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue. It's not a series, it was a TV special. We will do it if we do it as a bonus episode. We should do do this every two weeks. Somewhere in the middle,
0: at some point, we'll we'll, do that. We're going to talk
1: about Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue because damn, that needs to be talked about. We've been debating
0: about about how to get you more content and maybe doing a couple of really random specials or TV movies (laughs) would be a good way. We won't do it every week because we're too busy, but we would like to do more, Mm -hmm. and that might be a a good way. So we'll probably do that.
1: So was Chuck Norris Cartoon Commandos. (laughs) (laughs) can't even say it it was Chuck Barris Karate Commandos cancelled too soon Chuck
0: Barris Karate Commandos is a much better idea than this (laughs) and you would totally watch that show Chuck Norris Karate Commandos was not canceled too soon. No. It was canceled about when it needed to be canceled. I'm glad it exists because it's a fun, mm. weird time capsule. I'm glad that it's a show think, you can mm. get through in about two hours and then forget about. I think it's about as I, much as it could possibly sustain itself.
1: I, I think though, what with the Rambo series and with the Mr. T series that this, this base had already been touched. Yeah. We didn't need Chuck Norris in this game as well. He didn't add anything to the conversation. It was just more content. I think that uh, in a world that already had Mr. T, the cartoon show, Chuck Norris was superfluous. Perhaps. I, I don't think it needed to exist. Uh,
0: but I, you know what? To be perfect, when this show had a highlight, I'm really glad I watched it. <laughs> Episode right. four. If you see nothing else of Chuck Norris Karate Commandos, track down Menace in Space. Menace mm. from Space?
1: Uh, something like that.
0: Menace something space. <laughs> I'm going to look it up just so I get it right because I, I feel um. bad. Menace from space. Menace, it is Menace, Menace from, from,
1: space. from space. Track right. down
0: Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos. Menace from space. Mm. Everything good about this show is in this episode, and, and there's just and enough not, bad you know, that, you can, oh that you can that you see why you never need to watch another episode.
1: I, but I this think, episode is fun. I think by the time we got to that one, we were a little brainwashed by how bad everything else was.
0: You know, someone someone tweeted at me after our Man and Machine episode mm. that they watched the first episode of Man and Machine and they're like, oh, poor Bibbs and Whitney. And I'm oh. like, we kind of liked that. And that's that what show, happens. Yeah. And that's, I think part of that is what happens when you watch all of something, you get a little inoculated yeah, to you, it.
1: You, you get on its side.
0: A little bit. It's hard not to. You kind of want it to that succeed. Even hap- that even
1: happened with Shadowhunters after a while. It's like, <laughs> I, I, I still hate the show. It's still stupid, but I, I kind of dig the the actors and I want to yeah. hang out with those guys. And Some of them are sexy. Uh, it's just sort fun. Of like, yeah. I want to have a conversation with the cast of Shadowhunters. That Shadow would be Hunter, fine. So.
0: Uh, alas, the, none of the websites we work on would care. No, nope. <laughs> probably. Not, not. one. <laughs>
1: Not one whit. Not one they, temple. They would have to come to us, and that's never going to happen. If they come, so. if
0: you, if you, or someone you know to, works on Shadow
1: Hunters, we will happily have them on
0: any of our programs. Hey,
1: you know these two assholes online? Yeah, they shit all over your show. You want to come on it?
0: I like your show, Magic canoli and all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Next time, no, it was Biscotti. It was, I'm sorry, it was Magic
0: Biscotti. My apologies. <laughs> Uh, everybody, thank you for listening to Cancel Too Soon. Uh, we will be back in two weeks with a review of... Uh, we're going to be doing
1: a listener request. Uh, a lot of listeners, A, a lot of listeners wrote in on this one. It was one of one of our more requested shows, uh, which was on people's minds because it just got canceled recently. So we're going to be talking about HBO's Vinyl, uh, yeah. which lasted 10 episodes last year. And, uh, no, uh, and this year. And, and, and into this year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's... Um, uh, it, it just got canned, and we're going to be watching all of that and talking about it and seeing where it should have gone.
0: Yeah. What, did it get canceled too soon? Did it not? You'll find out on "Canceled Too Soon. Maybe you have your own opinion. We have a podcast. You've, so we're just you, going to and do... you've
1: probably seen vinyl. There probably have some vinyl fans out there in the world because it's a go. brand new show. So yeah. yeah. It's
0: had more of you have seen that than have seen Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. I promise you. <laughs> um, so we're going to be doing that in two weeks. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you can listen to us on the B-Movies podcast. Mm-hmm. we review uh, new movies uh, and uh, talk about the latest movie news. Mm-hmm. Um, on the know, latest
1: episode, we didn't do new movies. We did a retrospective with uh, Dave White and Alonzo Doralde from yeah. Linoleum Knife Podcast. But we also have a lot uh, of like
0: really good celebrity interviews yeah. on that show lately. We yeah. had Colleen Atwood, three-time Oscar-winning costume designer. Yeah. We had Travis Knight, the president of Leica, who did Kubo and the Two Strings, Paranorman, The box yeah. Trolls, Coraline. Um, we had Stephen Knight the creator of Peaky Blinders uh, we got some cool people coming up as well not all of them are in the can so I don't want to spoil them yet but yeah. seriously subscribe to the B-Movies podcast on iTunes we got cool stuff coming there please subscribe to our show cancel too soon on iTunes it really helps us li- stay alive this one is just a labor of love no one else cares about no, this show yeah, it's no, just one,
1: no, no one's giving us money for this one we have no sponsors or anything yeah, uh, so, we, so every t- little bit of support helps taking time away helps. from our, our fiance and our family to uh, to yeah. be here so, um, uh, so like Leave, can, leave a review on iTunes. That yes. that helps more than anything. It yeah. allows other uh, search engines to find us. So d- yeah. do that. Let uh, us know and write in. I'll write in at, at our B Movies Podcast email, bmoviespodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, we're also uh, on Twitter at B Movies Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm at William Bibiani.
0: I'm at Whitney Seibold. And we will see you in two weeks. Thank you very, 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 very mm-hmm. much for listening. And sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog.